Hello, coaches. Welcome to week three. And um, we are working on developing a new belief uh, that is going to serve your gymnast through competition, really fuel her to be able and uh, to, you know, compete at their very best. And so, um, again, we build. So this isn't going to make a lot of sense if you haven't listened to December week one and week two. Go back, listen to them. Come on with us to this one. Today, we are now doing the thought ladder. So um, week one, we talked about figuring out what the belief that you want is. Week two, we talked about getting to neutral first. Now week three, we're going to actually just work through the thought ladder. The thought ladder is basically just like a progression. So just like you are in the gym and you have a progression. So, you know, you you do your skill on the low beam, then you move to the one, you know, the one footer, then the medium beam, then the high beam, or maybe it's you do, you know, into the pit and then on a strap bar and then onto the comp bar. Like there's lots of different, you know, progressions that you can do. And the thought ladder is a thought progression. Instead of trying to jump from the first thought where you currently are to the thought you want to believe, we're going to take small steps that teach your brain a little bit each along the way that are believable. When you try to make your brain believe a thought that it doesn't believe, it fights. It doesn't create a feeling that is going to be helpful. And so instead of trying to like fight with your brain, we're going to work small steps that your brain can actually believe each time that then will help them move up along. And so, um, this today, we're going to talk about the steps. And then next week, we're going to talk about how to practice the steps along the way. So steps. I'll start with step one because it's my favorite. <laughs> Normally, I move move things off to, to uh, Allie. Um, <laughs> uh, but um, I'll start with step one. So step one is first just helping your brain believe that your thought is a thought. So one way we talked about doing that last week was the idea of getting it to neutral. This is also a second way to do that. Um, the second way to do that is helping your brain understand that it's just a thought and that it's possible it could be wrong. So the first step on the ladder is I notice that I'm thinking this thing that isn't helpful and I might be wrong about that. Or one of the things I talked a lot about last week is that if their brain is really fighting that, no, they're right about that, um, a different way to do it is, and this, and, and it doesn't serve me. So I notice that I'm thinking and I might be wrong, or I notice that I'm thinking and it doesn't serve me um, because we just want them to begin to help train their brain that this is just a thought. It's not a fact. And this step often takes the longest, but once they get past this step, they're able to move up the next ones pretty quickly if they spend the time on this one. So all that they're going to do is every single time they notice themselves thinking. So if their new belief they're trying to get to is I can feel any feeling. And their current thought is I can't handle feeling. I can't handle what I'll feel if I don't do good at a meet. Um, I can't handle feeling disappointed. I can't handle feeling nervous. Like so many of them think they can't handle nervous. But they have to make nervous go away. We're like, no, you can just feel nervous. It's totally you're capable. It's not comfortable, but you, 
you can feel nervous. You're totally capable of it. So like, um, then they would be like, I, um, I noticed that I'm thinking I can't handle feeling nervous and I might be wrong. Um, step two, Allie. Okay. Step two is I kind of like to equate this to when you are doing a drill for a skill. Hold on. You're really quiet. How about now? Better. My mic came unplugged. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, um, I like to equate this step to like when you're doing a drill for a skill and you get good at that drill and then you finally start to believe that maybe it's possible you could actually do the skill. Because like, there's usually a time when you're like, as a coach, you like tell somebody to do a drill and the girl's like, whenever I'll do it, but like, never going to do that skill. (laughs) Right. They have that moment of like, "Mm, I get that that's for a full in on floor. I'll do this, you know, tuck full, like over here into the pit, like standing, but like, yeah, the the full in is never going to happen. And then all of a sudden they get like really good at that standing tuck full and they're pulling it through to their back and they're like, oh, maybe it is like possible that I could do this full in someday. So that moment is what I equate this step to because it's, it's adding the like, it's possible for me to believe that I could do this. And so um, if we keep on with Stacy's example, it's possible for me to be able to feel any feeling. So that doesn't mean they're doing it yet. That doesn't mean that they're like, a hundred percent like yeah I can feel a feeling and see how it's much different than saying that it's saying like oh like I could see how in the future there's a me that could do that I can't do it yet but there's a me in the future but that gives you a feeling of like hopefulness and possibility and curiosity and all these things that are going to actually encourage you to try rather than um rather than believing just that, like, I can't handle nervous. Right. So now they're like, oh, maybe like I could handle nervous at a meet. I can't right now, but like, I can see how it would be possible in my future. And then that gives them hope for the future. So once they fully believe that and they've gotten there, Stacey, where do they go next? Yeah. So the next one is I'm learning. So I'm learning to believe. I'm learning to handle. I'm learning to So in this example, I'm learning to believe that I can handle any emotion or I'm, I'm learning how to handle any emotion. I'm learning or, um, I'm learning to become someone who can handle any emotion. I'm learning to believe that my performance doesn't, um, equal my worth. I'm learning to believe that I am good on bars. I, I, I was coaching a little, a very talented little, a uh, level six that's, you know, on the, the elite track. And she, we get to floor and we're like setting up her meet mindset routine. And that's what we do at this time of year. And so we're setting it up and we're talking it through and we get to floor and she was like, what did she say? She just said, she says, yeah, I can't dance. And I was like, really? And she's like, I got no rhythm. And I'm like, okay, well, does that thought serve you? You know, so we went through like, well, when you think that, then you, and I was like, how do you feel when you think 
I can't dance. I've got no rhythm. And she's like embarrassed. And I'm like, yeah. So when you're embarrassed, are you going to go out there and show it off? Are you going to be like withdrawn and have no rhythm? And so she decided it didn't serve her. And so I was like, what if you could learn to become someone who's a good dancer? Like, are you capable of learning things? Like, yeah, I can learn. I'm like, I'm good at learning things. And so like that, sometimes that belief that like, I can learn how to do anything. Mm -hmm. Or I can learn how to do this. Um, um, that, That can be super helpful. So this step, I'm learning to, I'm becoming someone who I'm in process of that kind of middle step. So what's next, Allie? Well, and I just like to throw out there, I want to keep going on with the, how does this equate to the skill example? Because it really helps my gymnast be more willing to go through each step. Because a lot of times we like want to just believe the high, that belief right away. And we think we should be able to, but then when I give it to them in this example of like, okay, this is you doing the drill. And now thinking that maybe it's possible when I start giving that example, they're like, Oh, I actually get that. I can't go from not doing the skill at all to competing it on floor level without any other steps in between. And yeah. so that helps them be more willing. So Stacy just went through to me is the step of like, they're doing the, I'm going to stick with full in too. They're actually doing the full in, but like off tramp or into a pit. So like they're throwing it, but they're like not a hundred percent sure. They're figuring things out, right? They're going into a pit so they can make changes. And then if it doesn't work, they're still safe. So they're in that spot where they're learning how to make safe changes and they're learning how to do these things. So when I want to add that something that's really important for our perfectionist gymnasts is learning doesn't mean they have it. A lot of times my gymnasts won't let themselves believe that they're on this step if they don't feel like they have it. And I'm like, well, that's the same way as thinking that you, if you know, you're not doing it into a pit, if you're not doing it on the floor, Mm -hmm. no, you're not doing it on the floor yet, but you are doing it into the pit. So you are in the process of learning and like Mm -hmm. helping them understand that just like the learning doesn't mean they've accomplished. Yeah. They're in process. Yes. So now we're in that phase where we've mostly figured it out and we're doing that skill um, on the floor, but we're not quite competing it yet. We're not like confidently competing it, but we're doing it like we're doing that skill. And so um, actually like physically, a lot of your gymnasts might be in this spot. They're trying to put their routines together and they're like making their skill, but they're not quite like competing it in this like super confident manner. Right. So this is where that step comes in. And they're at the point where they're choosing to believe they're committed to thinking. They believe more often than not that they can feel any feeling. They can feel nervous. They are worthy no matter what those deeper things. So now they're at the point where they're like, it's not like it's a hundred percent confident every time I know it, but now they're at the point where they're like more often than not. And I'm committed to this. And I like, I know that it can be true and is true sometimes. Um, and, and that's the point when they're really starting to feel, I, I really get a lot of emotions of like motivated at this point because they're like, really like, at that point where they're like, I can see it. I'm almost there. So they're like super motivated or they're trusting. They're starting to feel trust with themselves at this point. Um, And the last one is excited. 
Like I get a lot of people just that are at the point of like, I'm excited. Like I'm excited that more often than not, I have this. And so like a lot of times you start seeing, I think like when I gave examples earlier, we were at hopeful, encouraged, like possible, some of those. So we built ourselves up to like a little bit more energetic emotions, bigger emotions. Um, and we're at that point of like, oh my gosh, I might actually get to compete this. I can do it now. I'm not just like successfully doing drills. I can, I can really do it. So then last step is actually getting there. And Stacy, tell us about that. Yeah. So then the last step is when they reach that, that new belief and that feels solid. It's like when they've done that, they've done it enough that they now have evidence of it. And they, so I ask, gymnasts always tell me, I want to feel confident. And I'm like, well, what's the thought that makes you feel confident? And the thought that always leads us to feel confident is something around. I have evidence in the past that I can rely upon. So I've done it a million times. I can do it in my sleep. I know I can do it. Um, it's kind of just crossed that line from like, I don't really even have to think about it anymore. I can just do it. Um, and that's when they hit this new belief. And a lot of times we pop back and forth between this and, and step four, because something might happen that makes you question it. Like I always, like, I feel really confident that my value is not dependent upon how I do. But sometimes when, when, you know, we do something, we, you know, launch our membership or we do something and it doesn't go the way I want. There's sometimes where I kind of pop back down to like, is it? And then I have to do a little work to get back up to number five, right? Like we're human and we're going to pop back and forth between those. But the top of the ladder is when you believe it. And I do want to show that for each step. And it's the same that happens in the gym when you're doing progressions. What's happening is you're, you're giving your brain evidence that it's true. And so you're creating small bits of evidence and then bigger bits and then bigger bits. A lot of times, like your gymnast might, we, I notice a lot with like mental blocks or fear. They're not actually afraid of doing it on the low beam. They're afraid of doing it on the high beam, but they think that by the time they get to the high beam, it's going to feel as scary as it would feel if they went up and got on, did it on the high beam right now. But no, you've given yourself evidence. You did it on the laser beam until you were consistent. And then you did it on the low beam. And then you did it on the beam with mats. And then you did it with the mat stacks. And then you were on the high beam. You've given your brain so much evidence along the way that by the time you get to the high beam, it's only a little bit scary. It's not as scary as just going from the floor to the high beam without ever practicing. And so what you've done, but the reason is because you've built evidence along the way that it's true. And each step along the way, you're giving your brain more and more evidence that this new thought is believable and true. And so that's what we do is by the time we get to the top, we've created a lot of evidence. So usually we're not at the top until that evidence is there. Like, so if it is a skill that they're trying to, you know, it's like, I am great at competing bars. They're probably not going to be at the top until they've had three, four, five, six great meets in a row competing bars. Like they need the evidence that it's true before they're like completely there all the time, but they only get there by believing it first. So it's like the chicken and the egg. (laughs) So thought ladder, this, this is one of our more like 
it's simple, but it's complex, right? <laughs> so it's very simple and that you're just slowly building it up. It's a little more complex to teach. Um, so this is one that we really suggest you send gymnasts to our Instagram or um, you send them to us. We've got, you know, some resources that we can give you on those things. But um, the biggest part of it for you is just knowing that when you try to have the expectation that your gymnast should go from a belief that they aren't believing at all or, you know, a lot of self-doubt or they don't think they can do a skill and they're going to tell you all the time that what they want is confidence. You're not going to get that confidence until the end. And you have to build there with progressions and with practice. And so I just, I hear from so many people, well, mindset training doesn't work. Positive thinking. And it's like, it's just like a pipe dream. It's like, no, it's because it takes actual practice and repetition and um, specific drills that you're doing, like specific progress uh, in order to get there. And so if you're not going to have the time to like, maybe you don't do like a mindset training once a week where then you sit down and teach them this just know that when you're in the gym what you're trying to help them do is not get to that top belief but just trying to help them think about the next level in the ladder so if you're coaching a girl you're out on the floor and like they're totally at the bottom don't try to encourage them to be at the top like that's it happens so much all the time you know you can do this you got this you got this that actually doesn't help them just so it might be like, hey, I know you're struggling to believe that you got this. I just want to, I, you know, I want you to notice that you're thinking that you can't. Maybe that's not true. And just help them get there. Don't try to help them go all the way to the top in one step. And then when you notice that they're kind of like thinking that more, then you're like, hey, you're really learning how to, to believe that you've got this. That's amazing. You're doing a great job with that. Or, Hey, I notice more often than not, you're, you're thinking that you got this. And so like take them up the ladder, even if you're not like teaching it to them in how you're telling them. Cause one of the things that happens is we take action from how we're feeling. And when they try to think I've got this, or they try to think I'm a good bars competitor, they try to think I'm a good dancer, try to think I'm worthy and they don't believe it, it actually feels worse. Mm -hmm. And then that's going to like be a big detriment to them. Anything else on this one? Yeah, just, I always say yes. Sorry. Chat again. Very usual. Um, It's just one of those things where um, we also want you to know that like, it is helpful for you to believe it for them. So just because they don't believe that they've got it, And you don't want to be like, you've got this, you've got this and pushing them like, but you can be like, you know, I believe that you can do this. I'm noticing like that you're not quite there yet. And then like being able to talk through the steps in that way, or like, for now, I'm going to believe it for you. Let's find something that you can believe right now. And continuing to be able to like help them because believing for them is still helpful. It's just not helpful when you're trying to force them to believe as well without going through the steps. So I just want to make that clarification there. Um, continue to show your belief in them for sure. And then it actually literally our brains take on what the people around us believe. And so it literally does help them believe it. And I, that's my favorite line. Like I'm believing for you. Is it okay if I believe that? And they're like, yeah, 
that's weird. And I'm like, okay. And if you're okay with it and I'm okay with it, we're actually moving towards it. We've started already. And they're like, okay. And that even like helps them start believing. So love that. All right. So next week we are going to finish up and I'm just going to give you a little highlight in that. Um, what we've created over this year isn't necessarily like a traditional podcast where it's just like random things that we're talking about. We've actually put together a year-long coaches curriculum for you. So in our membership, we have a year-long curriculum for our gymnasts, and they go through it again and again. We have gymnasts that have been with us for years now, and they go through the same curriculum because like, re- like these aren't things that are like you just learn and you got. Like, yeah, you applied it at level six, and now you're at level eight you applied it at level eight, but now you're level nine and like your brain needs help all over again. And so we just take our gymnasts through this year round curriculum, 52 lessons. Mm -hmm. And we took you through it too. 